0: Hello, welcome to Card of the Day Podcast, presented by Moonlight and Mercury Tarot. I'm your host and reader, Victoria. Today is Saturday, July 29th, 2023. Today's card is from the beautiful, universal Celtic Tarot by Floriana Nativo and Cristina Scagliotti published by Los Garabeo. The card is the world. This is the card of Saturn, and today is Saturn Day. And isn't it interesting that just last Saturn Day, we had the world reversed from Crow Tarot, and here it is again upright. So perhaps you've made some good progress this week. Good for you. This card generally signifies the end of a cycle and the potential to begin a new one, maturity or completion of a project, and or a successful outcome. In traditional decks, we usually have the lion, man, bull, and eagle representing the four fixed signs of the zodiac. There is an eagle, but other than that, there are some differences. I'm not an expert on animal symbolism. I know a little, But for this, I needed some help, so I'm referencing the Druid Animal Oracle Guidebook by Philip and Stephanie Cargom for some assistance to tell you about possible symbolism of the animals on this card. There is a stag in the center of the card, standing in front of a tree. There are a lot of stags in this deck, in fact. Um, They are all often seen as otherworldly and are associated with the power of nature, the forest, pride, independence, regeneration and purity, protection and nobility. The eagle, which is above the stag, can represent intelligence, renewal, wisdom and courage. This eagle is coming down with its talons forward as if it's about to catch its prey. So it's highlighting the predatory nature And the boundary around all of this is Celtic knotwork in some kind of metal or stone. I'm thinking maybe iron. Of course, iron is very protective. And there's a ram's head at the top of it. So the ram is virility, breakthrough, and achievement. Didn't I just say last week with the world reversed on the verge of a breakthrough? So here's the possibility of the breakthrough. There is also abundant vegetation and flowers and rays of sunlight coming through the leaves of the tree. So all of this seems very masculine to me. It's all about force. When I say force, I don't necessarily mean aggression. I mean force versus form. So that is projective rather than receptive. It's taking action. It's the eagle swooping in for its prey and it knows when to do that. It watches from above. That's the receptive part, and that part is behind us with this card because the eagle looking for its prey isn't what we're seeing here. It knows the right moment to strike, and that's what we see. So if we put all of this together, this is the completion of something, the final steps, the potential for success and prosperity, and taking pride in what you've accomplished. You have matured and gained some wisdom in the process that you can take into the next phase or next cycle. That's all for today's card. I I would now like to talk to you a bit about fraudulent tarot decks and the mistakes I've made and the things I've learned so that you don't have to make the same mistakes I did. When I was still quite new to reading tarot, probably less than a year in, I didn't really get that fraudulent decks were a thing. I bought this Universal Celtic Tarot. It was the first deck I bought after the Rider-Waite-Smith that I learned with. So my first foray into other decks, I absolutely loved it and I was so enchanted by it, but I couldn't really read it very well. I thought it was just my lack of skill and I just needed more practice. I noticed after a while that on one card you could see the edge of the previous card because it was a borderless deck, and I thought, oh well, I just got a flawed printing. I was a little annoyed, but I didn't really think it was too big of a deal. I didn't get it yet. Then later from the same seller, I saw Soul Cards Tarot for the first time, the pink ones. And I had been curious about trying to read a minimalist deck like that and how that would go. And when I saw these pink cards, I absolutely loved them. So I bought them. And when they arrived, I saw that the printing of the images were brown. And I thought, I thought these had gold printing. That was what I thought I saw in the image. And I noticed other flaws. The color on the cards wasn't uniform. And here and there on some of the cards, I could see blue outlines. I think they were the outlines of where to cut the cards. So I Googled soul cards tarot, and that was when I finally got it, that this was a knockoff and a really bad one. The real cards, which I now have, do have gold leaf printing and gilded edges, and they're not shiny. They have a matte, velvety finish. And of course the color is uniform and it's also not like a bubblegum pink, it's a soft pale pink. Well, when I first got the fake soul cards tarot, I still tried to read them. Maybe I shouldn't tell you this, it's so embarrassing now, but I wasn't going to send them back. It's such a pain. So I, I tried to read them and they never made any sense. Again, I chalked it up to my skill. I just wasn't ready to read an abstract deck like that. Then I got the real soul cards, eventually, and I could read them just fine. In fact, it became my main go-to deck for readings for a long time because of how much I connected with it and how easy it was for me to read. So what I understood from that is, in addition to being unethical in the sense that it's unfair to the creator to have their work ripped off and illegal, the deck's energy was off. And I really believe now that, at least in my experience, a deck that was made with no integrity isn't going to work for a reader who has integrity. The right energy just isn't there. So I have become very vigilant. And now I have also replaced the Universal Celtic Tarot, the fake decks that I bought all that time ago. I haven't returned them, but I don't use them either at all. They just sit at the back of my shelf in my cabinet. So as much as it is vulnerable and embarrassing for me now to talk about how naive and ignorant I was then, I lived and learned from my mistakes. But you don't have to do that. I share my experience now for you to use to your benefit. So I would like to give you some tips I learned for how to avoid buying fraudulent decks. Number one is the price. If it's not a secondhand deck, I have since found a trustworthy seller who I've gotten some secondhand decks from, and the cards were in perfect condition, only the box had some wear. Secondhand decks are fine. If if there's an expensive deck, you maybe find it a bit cheaper secondhand, just give them a good cleanse. If the deck is new and the price seems too good to be true, it probably is. If it's suspiciously cheap and it's not secondhand, be wary, and that is especially true if it's combined with number two, which is the biggest red flag for me. The deck has a QR code to download a PDF of the guidebook instead of a physical guidebook. Most decks come with at least a tiny guidebook. There are exceptions, especially i found with some independent decks, for example, Soul Cards Tarot doesn't have a guidebook. There is a PDF on the official website, soulcardstarot.com. No QR code. Also, Oak, Ash, and Thorn has two guide cards instead of a guidebook. That's also an independent deck. That's not what I'm talking about. Those decks with the QR code to scan, and it's normally a deck that has a booklet, Those are cheap knockoff reprints, and that is theft and copyright infringement. If the listing description doesn't say that, and it often does, often they'll say right in the description that there's a QR code to download a PDF of the guidebook. But if it doesn't, a lot of shopping apps or websites have a place to ask the seller a question. Ask, does this deck come with a guidebook? I always ask that now if the listing doesn't show it. If the seller says no, And they claim it's a new, unused, unopened deck. Or if they don't answer you at all, it's probably a fake. And the last one is when the deck is supposedly new and unopened and it doesn't have a box at all. And the seller says they're going to throw in a free tarot bag as a free gift. They make it look like that they're giving you something so wonderful. Ooh, look what a great seller I am with my free gift. It's bullshit. That was the case with my universal Celtic deck when I didn't know better. And I've seen loads of listings like this since I learned. And the bags are flimsy and low quality anyway. No surprise there. Those are the main things that I've learned for how to know a deck is an unethically produced fake. I hope it has been helpful. If I think of anything else, maybe I'll mention it in another episode. And if you have any other tips, please share them with me. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll share them on the podcast as well. That's all for today. Thank you for joining me on Card of the Day Podcast. As always, I invite you to let me know what you think, or you can submit a question to be answered on Wednesday's listener question segment. You can find me at my website, moonlightandmercury.com, on Instagram and threads at moonlightandmercury, and on Twitter at moonlitportal. Thank you for listening, and I wish you a magical day.